I was praying this week. I just want to felt like I need to share this, but I don't know. I was just curious about the lifespan of humans. I got to doing research and found that an average person will live to 79 years. And so I did I did the math, and that's approximately 27,000 days. When I saw that number, I was like, what the heck? That's not long at all. And I did more research and I found that the earth is actually, you know, seven something billion years old. And that amount translated to days is something like 280 trillion days. And so I compared the average lifespan 
of humans to the lifespan of the earth. And I was just amazed. I was like, how small are we? The perspective that God gave me is that we're nothing but living and shared experiences with one another. That's all we are. That is all we are. And yet he decides that he wants to love us. The smallest beings in the galaxy. And the Lord's here for us. He's for us. And if he's for us, who can be against us? The smallest beings in the world happen to be the biggest because we have God. Call upon his name today, church. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come, your will be done here as in heaven.
听了。Simplicity, humility, to the way you love me, in honesty, a purity. God, you make it easy. No special work, no formula could ever win you over.
Your presence is an open door. We want you more like never before. Sing that. Your presence is an open door. We want you more like never. Your presence is an open door. We want you, Lord, like never. Your presence is an open door. So come now, Lord, like never. Like this. 
Lord, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for who you are, God, and we thank you that you're breaking through. Lord, we love you and we're after you today. We just pray that you would open up the heavens and that you would come down. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. You know, you hear us often talk about tithing the extension of our worship. And you know what we said this morning in worship? We said, I'm fully surrendered. Have your way with me. And that means in our time, in our energy, in our job, in our family, and in our finances. So we would say to God, as an act of worship, have your way, even, even in my finances, even in my money. And I have a scripture for you, but I can tell you guys that when you think of tithe, it might be think of hard. It might be hard to think of giving up some of the money that you earn, but everything that you have, God gave you. And he's simply asking for a small portion of that back. And I can promise you that if you give that 10%, he can do more with 90% in your life than you could ever do with 100%. Ever do with 100%. So I'm going to read you out of Proverbs. That's Proverbs 3. And scripture says, honor the Lord with your wealth and all the first fruits of your harvest. And your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. God would desire that we honor him with what he's already given us. And Heather and I believe that not only do we honor him, but we honor him with the first fruits. I'll tell you guys, for us, when we give to the church, that's the first thing we do. We don't pay the bills first and give what's left over. We do that first because we want to honor him with our first fruits, and he takes care of the rest. And you can give... Let's see, you can give online at livingstones.tv, in the Bible app, or in the church center. And then I just realized I was probably supposed to introduce us, and I didn't do that. So I'm Pastor Keith, and I'm probably going to get in trouble, but this is my smoking hot bride, Heather. And I wanted to do that so I could say that in front of all you guys and everybody online, and I'll probably hear about it later. But that was fun. So we're so glad you guys are here this morning. We're so glad you guys are here online. Um, I want you guys to, to join us for Interactive Church if you're online or the Church Center app because we're, we're really excited that if you're here in person, but if you're not here in person, maybe the rain kind of kept you at home, whatever. We're super excited that you're here. VIP guests, if there's any guests here, any VIP guests, we want to fill out a connection card. We want to keep in contact with you. We want to be able to pray for you. We just want to know about you. And there's a VIP tent at the back. If you go back there, we actually have a special gift for you if you're a first-time VIP guest. So, things happening this week. Uh, we have youth on Tuesday. Where's uh, Mama Jen? We have youth on Tuesday. Yeah, I like it. Um, for middle schoolers and high schoolers. And this is a place where, you know, it's fun, but they get to encounter Jesus. And they get to grow. So, if your youth kids are there, get them there. If they're not, you want to get them there. Um, Thursdays is sisterhood. Yep, Thursdays is sisterhood. And again, that's a great place for ladies to be in fellowship, connect with one another, and, and just do life together. And then a couple of reminders. Today, right after service, we have our TCM info meeting for any trip that you'd want to go to in June. 
And we also have a really exciting meeting for youth and youth camp. So those parents that are shipping their kids off, go to that meeting, find out what you need to know, and be as enthusiastic as JP about it. Uh, and guys, again, we love being connected, so get involved, be connected. If you haven't filled out a communication card, even if you're not a new time guest, do that so we can stay connected with you and so we can um, pray with you guys. And all this and more is on the Church Center app. And now we're going to have Pastor Justin and Pastor Chelsea come up because we are doing child dedications. And if you're having your child dedicated, we're going to have you come over here on the side and line up right over here on the side of the speaker. All right. Good morning. How's everybody Hello. doing today? Good morning. Here's Scooter. Yay. I'm awesome. nervous about this speaker. This is right an exciting part. I'm, I'm so pumped about this. Yes. So good. So we have not done child dedications in over a year. <laughs> so craziness. And yep. I know there's other kids that were either sick or not able to be here this time. Um, so this is just the beginning of all of the celebration for yeah. child dedication. So tell us what Keep a child dedication. Keep having babies. Yes, yeah, please. So Help good. us grow the church. Yeah, that's how we grow. That's, that's how, how we it grow. works, right? Dedicated to growth. That's good. <laughs> awesome. Now, we, we love child dedications. And, and child dedications is a, a way that all of us as a community, because how many know it takes a village to raise a child? Come on. Come on. And I want you to look around, because these are your brothers and sisters. These are the people, all of us together raise our kids now when we think about that I, I think about our, our kids church and they're incredible raising our kids teaching them about God's word yes. how to interact yes. with Jesus interact so with the good. Holy Spirit but all of us do that together right I know for for our family our, our kids they think they own the place <laughs> and so so we've got a lot of extra aunts and uncles to yes. take care of things amen <laughs> and, and are we committed to taking care of all of our kids together Come on. Amen. Amen. So as we bring up each of these kids and we're going to pray over them and, and, and just like at a wedding where we all get to witness, hey, the parents are making a commitment saying, hey, we're going to raise this kid in the name of Jesus. All of us are making a commitment to help raise that child together that we're going to watch over them and see them and, and make sure that point them to Jesus anytime that they're going in a different direction. Amen. Right. And so it's a big, big deal. And I'm so excited to do this uh, together. And then as they get older, then they get to decide for themselves that they want to follow Jesus and get baptized. Yeah. Amen. So it's such a cool thing. So go ahead and, and we'll have uh, uh, Killian's come up. Killian and Aiden Addison here. Come on over here, guys. I know you wanted to go on the stage, huh? You're I figured like, oh, there was too many chords you might trip over. So <laughs> we didn't want to do that to you. You guys are rock stars. Yes. So, so this amazing. is this is Killian and Aiden. And we are super excited. They've been a part of the church for quite a while now, and we're excited yes. to dedicate you to the Lord and, and dedicate your lives to the Lord. But before we do, I just want to tell you that God has a huge purpose mm -hmm. for your lives. Did you know that? He's going to use you in huge, huge <laughs> ways. I know. It's okay. I feel the same way. Every time I have to stand up there, I don't want to look at people either. <laughs> they, they're funny looking, aren't they? Just look at them. They're all funny looking. Man, some funny looking people out there. Goodness gracious. So we're going to pray over you this morning. Father God, I just thank you for Killian and for Aiden this morning. And Lord, we, we pray, 3, 3 John uh, 1, 4, mm -hmm. nothing gives me greater joy than to hear that my children are following the way of truth. Come on. And so Lord Jesus, as we pray over these boys and we pray over their dad, Lord God, we just ask, Lord, that you'd, you'd move in their lives. Lord, show them how to, how to be men of God. 
God, give them a voice for this next generation. Lord, show them, show them what you want them to do. And God, I pray that these would one day be men leading, leading in the church, leading in their communities, leading their families well. So Lord, we dedicate them today and us all as witnesses as we're praying for them. Father, we each commit ourselves to seeing these boys become men of God. And so God, we dedicate them this morning and we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Aiden awesome. and Killian, I just feel the Lord just saying that you guys mm. are set apart. You were made in his image, but you were made in his image to color outside the lines. That's right. <laughs> to be creative, to be outside the box. Does that sound like them? Yeah. Coloring outside <laughs> the lines, Casey. Sounds like that too, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so we just bless you both. We know God has such big plans for you plans to just take you so much further than what you can conceive right Amen. now. And so we just thank you, Lord. God, give Casey the strength, yes. the endurance in moments. Come on. <laughs> but give him the, the wisdom to know Amen. what the right answer is. Mm. We thank you, Lord, for these special boys, mm. for this family, in Jesus' Come name. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So Love you guys. Love you, man. Love it. Come on. High fives. So good. Yeah. So good. Come on up, Dominguez Come on family. up, Dominguez fam. So good. Our so beloved special. pastors, Abel and Tanya Dominguez. And then we get to dedicate little Daniel today. <laughs> Such a cool thing. Hi, Daniel. You want, people want to take pictures of the front side of you. Yeah. That's <laughs> their favorite side. Their favorite side. This is so super special for us as we, we get to journey with this family and, yeah. and pastor this church together. Um, I, th it takes so much to lead and, and love on a family. We, we loved getting to see last summer as he's still in, in his little walker doing his thing. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, then this coming up on this summer now running around and he yes. can't keep up. So yes. I know, I know. They are ugly, aren't they? They are. It's these weird looking people. Yeah, I tell you. All right, well, let's, let's pray over little Daniel this morning. Mm -hmm. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That sounds like the, uh, the parents of six kids right there. <laughs> Come on. So, Father God, we just pray over yeah. Daniel this morning. Lord Jesus, that you would... Give him a spirit of joy, a spirit of praise. And Father God, that you would lead him, lead him to be a man among men. Yes. Lord Jesus, I just pray that, that he be, have the same, the same fervor to walk into the lion's den. God, mm. to walk into places where people are afraid, but trust you anyways. You. To follow you anyways. And so Lord Jesus, we pray over Daniel that he would see just greater things than his parents have even experienced in you. And so, God, we just thank you and give you the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Daniel, for just his life. He has so much mm. purpose. I, yes. see, I see zeal, the word zeal, Come just on. written over his head, God. Yes, Lord. He has passion that's going to break through walls, that's going to break through norms, that's going to break through social norms, mm. and it's going to break walls down, bring mm. your healing. He's going to be a warrior for you, Father. I thank you, Lord. 
God, I pray that Pastor Tanya and Pastor Abel, as they are mom and dad, that they would have the wisdom, the clarity to guide him, to direct him, to lead him in the way that he should go. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for this family. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 (laughs) It's all done, buddy. That's how it's supposed to go. If we had a day where we had child dedications and one of the babies didn't cry, it wouldn't be child dedication. That's right. So thank you for checking that box. That's right. We are so grateful. That's just how it goes, right? So fun. Yes. So fun. Come on up, guys. Got little Victoria coming up. Victoria, hi. Oh, my goodness. The bow says everything. Oh, hi, Victoria. This is a miracle baby right here. Yes. Yeah, that's right. A miracle baby. And she knows it. Come on. (laughs) She's like, I am a miracle. Recognize. Victoria. Victorious. Come on. Victorious. Victorious. Crawford and Emily, we love you so much. And we are so excited to dedicate your little girl and this little miracle that God has so much purpose for. Oh, there's there's redemption in this little girl. Come on. There's redemption. There's praise. Oh, I just see her standing on a, on a stage somewhere giving glory to God. Come on. Ah, oh, with the voice of, of, of an angel. Yes. Come on, somebody. And we want to we speak this verse over, over Victoria. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, mm. and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengths strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Romans 5, 3, and 4. Victoria, we pray over you this morning. As your parents are dedicating you to Jesus, as this church family comes around you, Lord, we just declare that this is a woman after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. Father God, that she would be full of praise, leading people into, into worship. God, I just see just an amazing spirit hovering around her Mm -hmm. that when people see her and they see her joy they know the love of jesus and so god as we dedicate her this morning we just thank you we thank you for this miracle baby Mm -hmm. we thank you that your promises are yes and amen god i just pray lord and i ask you god in your name that you would just continue to remind the height family of your goodness your promises and that Victoria, everywhere that she goes, I just see her reminding people of that, reminding people that God's promises are true. That's right. He is faithful. That's right. He's not done until he says he's done. Yeah. And so I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for Emily and Crawford, God, that they saw it through so that they could yes, experience Jesus. your fullness. That's in Victoria. Come on. And we just pray blessing thank and protection over this family. Thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So good. <laughs> Victoria anointed my Bible with some slobber. Woo! Come on. So it's going to be a good word today. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's going to be so, so good. good. We love you love guys. You. Such a great day. I love it. Come on. You guys ready for the word today? Yes. Oh, let's see if I can. There we go. I made it. I made it. Awesome. How's everybody doing today? Are you excited? Oh, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, let's, let's try that again. Are you excited? 
Okay, there we go. There we go. I'm glad you're excited. Let's see how some people are doing online today. Mark Edwards, thank you for joining us online. Sal, we are praying for you, dude, praying for your healing in the name of Jesus. Carolyn McKinney, Dorothy Faraganin, we love you, ladies. Ah, oh, so good. Amber and Tiago, we're praying over you, your house, your car, your kid, everything that you got going on. We love you guys. Baby Samuel didn't get to make it today, but we can't wait to dedicate him coming up soon. It's going to be so good. And Gerilyn and the Jaramillos, love you. I'm excited for you and your new puppy that you got going on. So super cool. Glad you guys could join us online. And if anybody else wants to get on there, I'll talk to you guys again soon and here in a minute. Where are my paper Bible people at? We got some people with some paper Bibles in here today? Where, where are they at? Let me see them. Let me see them. Oh, a purple one. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. Got some per- got the got two tone pink and brown. I like that. That looks nice. Hey, and you got a cover on yours? Is what is that? Is that a cover over the top? That's what I'm talking about. I like that. That looks good. Got some good paper Bible. Where are my electronic Bible people at? We got some. Yeah, yeah. All of you Apple iPhone people. I don't know, but but, but all the Samsung people. I love you. You're awesome. Uh, you know, we'll pray for the other guys, right? You know, it's all good. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. They, these guys tease me all the time. If my if my phone goofs up at all, they're like, you should have got an Apple. You should have got an apple. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Pastor Keith, you can be quiet now. It's all right. It's all right. Awesome. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to start in verse 10. But who has enjoyed this series so far? Prison break? Has, Has anybody gotten out of some prisons during this series? Oh, my goodness. There's been so much going on. And if you haven't gotten to listen to those. You can go and check them out on our YouTube channel. Uh, Subscribe to that. Um, But uh, this series, we started with praise is key. That was the first message of this series. Second message was layer of lies. Third message, prison of perspective. The, The fourth message, shackles of shame. And then last week, we had the well for the weary. Which one was your favorite? Shout it out. Shackles of shame. Is it just because it's really fun to say? Is that what it is? No. You like that one? Shackles of shame. Who, who, liked, who liked praise is key? Come on. Did anybody remember? Glory, glory, hallelujah. I know people are still singing that when stuff starts getting them. Layer of lies, just pointing the enemy out for his lies. Come on. Prison of perspective. Oh, so good. And last week, well for the weary. I was just so grateful that God showed us some good stuff there. But you can, you can check that out on our YouTube channel, or, or we have a podcast, too. If you like to listen to podcasts, and go look up uh, Here We Grow podcast, and you can listen to that. Every message is on there, a lot of fun stuff. All right, now that we've learned a lot about how to get out of prisons, how do we stay out of them? Mm, how do we stay out of them? How, we've learned how to break out, but how do we stay out? So this is our final segment of Prison Break, and this message is titled, Armor Up. Tell your neighbor, Armor Up. Armor Up. Armor Up. I'll be honest, a lot of us like to stay in our prisons because we don't have to armor up if we stay in our prisons. If you just stay behind bars, you know, nothing is going to get in there. I'll just stay in this place right here. I don't have, I'm not going to be affected by the outside world. Is anybody with me? Come on, somebody. Sometimes we just get comfortable staying right in our prison. You know, I know the four walls that are around me. I know what the bars feel like. I know, I understand this, but if I get out there, ooh, what could happen? Are you with me? Are you ready to be protected as you get out there? A couple people are. That's good. That's good. 
We'll see if we can get some more people fired up about that today. If you are watching online or here in person, you can, you can uh, go on the Bible app and, and uh, the Version Bible app. All of our notes are in there. Just click the menu button. Go down to where it says um, uh, events. Click on events and then uh, type in Livingstones Church and you'll be able to find us in there. And all the notes are in there for you. Who is in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10? All right, here we go. For our final segment, it says in verse 10, a final word. Be strong in the Lord. Somebody say strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Verse 11, put on all. Somebody say all. I'll repeat that. Say it again. Say it louder. I want to make sure we get that word because it's an important word. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm. Somebody say stand firm. Stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that your word is strong. We thank you that your word puts us in our place, shows us who we are, shows us that we're powerful, that we can walk, walk without growing weary. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word that points out the schemes of the enemy so that we can know what we're up against when we go and fight the good fight. Lord Jesus, speak to us today through your word. Show us who you are and what you want to do. And God, we, get, we dedicate this service and we dedicate our time to you today. And God, we ask that you lead us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Put on all of God's armor. Put on all of God's armor. Here's point number one for my note take up against. Are you with me? Oh, it's going to be time to break through to victory. Somebody say victory. Victory. Does anybody want some victory in some areas of their life today? Oh, I want some victory in my life today. Come on, somebody. Going to verse 12, it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Come on. We have to know the arena in which we're fighting. You know, this one time I, I took my, my boy to hockey practice, and uh, I, I got to go and be one of the coaches on the ice with him. And, and uh, I forgot my gloves. Isn't that awful? Right? I get there and I'm like, I don't have any gloves. And, and you have to know these little kids, sticks are flying everywhere. Right? It's, this is not going to be fun for my fingers if I don't get some gloves. And, and I remember having to go to one of the other coaches be like, hey, bro, do you have an extra set of gloves I can borrow? And he's like, well, there's a lost and found over there. And I remember going to the lost and found, picking through little kids' gloves, seeing like, is there any of these that I can fit? Are you with me? Right? And, and, and all in the middle of all that stuff, I was not equipped. I was not equipped for practice. Are you with me? I was not equipped for the game. And I think a lot of us, when we're going out there and fighting battles, we go out and we're not equipped. Are you with me? All of a sudden, we're wondering, why did that hurt so bad? Why did, why did that hit me so hard? I thought, I thought I, I'm, I'm full of faith. You know, I, I think we can do this. Like, like, I believe in Jesus. Come on. I declared him on Sunday morning, and here we are, Monday morning, and all things are going crazy. Are you with me? Come on. But we've got to get equipped. Somebody say equipped. We've got to get equipped this morning. Oh, I'm so grateful for God's word. Oh, we've got to get equipped. We have to, we have to have the right gear. Can you imagine an athlete going out and not having all of his gear or her gear? Are you with me? Come on. Like, like I, I love hockey, so when I think about like these guys, what if, what if they forgot their gear and they went out for the game? All of a sudden, they don't, they don't have shin pads on. They don't, they don't have a helmet. Yeah, come on, you're thinking about that. Ooh. 
get, get hit with a puck at 90 miles an hour with no shin pads on. Come on, somebody, right? Yeah, all of a sudden, you're, 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 you're getting hit up against the boards, hitting that glass, and you forgot your helmet. Oh, can you just imagine that for a minute? Right? Come on. Come on. Uh, hockey pants are, are padded all the way around. Come on, somebody. So, Do you know that when you fall on ice, it hurts? I know. This is Southern California. Some of you don't know what ice is. That's okay. It's, it's this cold, wet stuff. But, but if, you, if you play hockey, you, you, you skate on it. And, but when you fall down and you don't have your hockey pants on, mm, come on. It just, it just hurts a little bit. Are you with me? Right? And, and so we got to think about this as we're getting ready to go out into the world today. When you wake up in the morning, are we making sure that we're armoring up beforehand? Are you getting in the right mindset? Are, is, your, is your prayer time with the Lord still, still a priority or is it sitting on the back burner? Come on, somebody. Right? Did you get in your word where you could get sharp again so that God can speak to you and he can tell you what's coming so you're not surprised? Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Somebody give me an amen. There we go. There we go. It's going to be good today. Somebody say it's going to be good. It's going to be good. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. Somebody say run to win. Run to win. A huge part of putting on the armor of God is realizing the fight that we are in. Come on. See, some of us don't think that we're in a fight. That's why we're not armored up. They're like, no, I'm just trying to get by, just trying to make it. Is anybody with me? Come on. Oh, traffic again. Oh, that, that check engine light is still on. Come on, somebody. All right, ours turned on this morning. Because the, the, I think it's just because of the sensors in the, in the tires. But it's amazing how it happens on Sunday morning as you're trying to come and bring a word about being prepared. That all of a sudden everything breaks loose. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but we know, don't we? We know what's coming. We know there's a fight ahead. Come on. We know there's a fight ahead. And just as an athlete would look silly going out on the field or going out on the ice without the right gear, I wonder what the enemy thinks when we walk out unprepared. Oh, I'm going to knock this one up beside the boards. I can't wait for that 90-mile-an-hour slap shot to hit them in the shins. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, we're wondering, what happened? We've got to have the right equipment for the game. We need to put on the right armor to win these spiritual battles. Come on, somebody. And I love that God gives us that exact instructions so that we don't have to wonder, how do we do this? Come on. And verse 13 says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle... You will still be standing firm. Come on, somebody. Oh, we know that the battle's coming. It's whether or not we're going to be standing at the end of it. Are you with me? Because the enemy's coming. Stuff is coming. We're taking the city for Jesus. Are you with me? But if we're not prepared, then we'll be a, just a casualty in the middle of this battle. Are you with me? Oh, where, where are my military guys at who, who were in the military? Had family that were in the military. Come on. If we're not prepared for battle, if we're not prepared for battle, we can't win. Are you with me? 
Oh my goodness, these last five weeks we have declared war on the enemy. Look at that empty chair next to you. There's a reason that that chair is empty next to you. Because somebody is a casualty in the middle of all these things. Are you with me? Somebody got, got ran over by reality. Are you with me? All of a sudden showed up to the game excited but without, in, uh, without preparation. Are you with me? Oh, I, I, I get excited when I go to a game. Has anybody missed going to live sports? I, I heard somebody was going to a baseball game soon. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was Matt, right? You're going to the baseball game soon? It's, it's almost as exciting as hockey, but not, a, not at all. It's, I, I at least, you know, okay. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, lo- I, love, I love America. I love, I, you know, I, I don't know if I was born in the wrong country. Something just happened, you know. It's like, it's one of those things. I love the United States of America, but something's wrong with me, you guys. Like, I don't like baseball. I don't like ketchup, right? I'm not American, am I? I don't even, I don't know. Just pray for me. Pray for me. I mean, I'm just like, I, I, I drown my sorrows in maple syrup and I play hockey. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, no, I, I love this. I love this nation. Served, served in the Marine Corps for five years, and I love this nation. Come on. I love America. I love being free. I love freedom. Such a beautiful, beautiful thing. But we have to have the right equipment to go out there and fight this fight so that we can stand at the end of it. Are you with me? Come on. Here's point number two. I will put on the right armor. Come on, say to your neighbor, I will put on the right armor. I will put on the right armor. Verse 14 says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Come on. I would think about that belt of truth. You know why why I think they call it the belt of truth? This is just my own interpretation. Are you ready? Why do they call it the belt of truth? Because it's embarrassing when you forget your belt. Anybody with me? Come on. I, I know i got a couple guys out there, right? It's embarrassing when you forget your belts. Things, things show that shouldn't normally show. Are you with me? Right? All of a sudden, it just becomes embarrassing. See, the same thing happens when we try to remember a lie and we forgot what it was. You see, if you, if you, if you gird yourself up with the belt of truth, you don't have to remember a lie. You just remember the truth. Come on, somebody. Oh, it's so much less embarrassing when you just tell the truth. Are you with me? Come on. Come on. I know, I know some, we're all thinking about politicians and stuff right now. It's okay. You just get that out of your mind. Just put that aside. It's all right. But it's embarrassing when you don't tell the truth. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because the truth will come out. And the truth will set you free. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Oh, that belt of truth. Thank you, Lord, for the belt of truth. We don't have to walk around embarrassed. Come on, somebody. Some of you are like, yep, I wore those underpants today. I don't want anybody to see that. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. My mom always bought me, like, cartoon underwear. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't, doesn't matter that I'm 30-something years old now. You know, like, here, here comes SpongeBob. You know, like, come on. And the body armor of God's righteousness the bless, breastplate of righteousness, some of the versions say. Put on that breastplate of righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news that you will be fully prepared. I wonder why it says put on peace, walk in peace. Come on, somebody. Isn't it so much better when you walk in peace? You ever, you ever walk around stressed? Oh, I got so excited yesterday. We were at, the, we were at Blitzer's. 
missed you guys, McNeese's. We should have gone to Blitzer's together. We went to Blitzer's for the first time yesterday. I, we've lived over right next to it for like two years. It's a, it's a frozen yogurt place. And you know what I discovered? I, I had an epiphany while I was in there. It was amazing. On the wall, it says, stressed, spelled backwards, spells desserts. Oh, I was like, that's so good. Are you with me? Stressed, spelled backwards, is desserts. I was like, oh, see, you know, it's a word from the Lord. You know, I, I need to go get some desserts when I'm feeling stressed. That's what it is, you know. But, um, you know, it's, it's just funny. When you walk around stressed, when you walk around with, with boots on that are, are stress, the boots of stress, it seems like everything you walk on, you're wondering if it's going to fall through. Everywhere you walk, every, every part of your life, when you're not walking in God's peace, come on, it seems like every, every bit of footing is going to fall out from under you. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. I like you guys. You guys are getting all excited over here. I'm glad you're here today. Come on. You got to keep lighting it up. You got to teach these guys how to get vocal with me. All right? Can you do that? I love that. It's, who's the most excited person in here this morning? There we go. There we go. Do we have some excited people online? I'll see if we're reconnected yet. Let me re- reset this thing. Nope, not, I don't see it yet, but that's all right. I'll get this thing figured out. Technology. Somebody say technology. Come on. Oh, somebody say Samsung. Is that what we're doing? We're going to preach Samsung today? Is that what it is? The right armor. The right armor. Come on. All right, let's get back in the word here. Keep it to the word, you guys. Verse 16. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Come on, you guys. Listen, this is, this is half the battle right here. It's, it's where we forget. We go out of the house and we forget that we're about to go down. Are you with me? Oh, we're thinking we're just going to go to the store. We're just going to go and run an errand real quick. But we forget our shield. Come on, somebody. And it's amazing when we walk through these situations in our life and we don't have that shield of faith. Because if we did, that person wouldn't be irritating to you. Come on, somebody. Because you'd know that the principalities and powers are messing with them to try to mess with you. Come on, somebody. If we know where our real battle is at, it's not against that person that's honking at you right now. Come on. Oh, we forgot to put those, 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 those shoes of peace on. We forgot to put that on. We forgot to put that shield of faith on. Because of that shield of faith, you know, I think about that all the time, especially as a pastor. Come on. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a regular person. Just stand up here every week. That's all. Are you with me? Just a regular person. Oh, I get angry too. I get frustrated too. But how I respond is up to me. Are you with me? How I respond is up to me. I can respond like a jerk. Come on. Just like a regular person, I get just as irritated as, as we all get. Are you with me? I get just as irritated. My kids drive me nuts too. Are you with me? The, the check engine light coming on at the wrong time is frustrating. The gas prices are getting more and more frustrating, right? But how we respond. Did, did I armor up today? Did I armor up today? Did I get ready for the day? Knowing that the fire arrows are coming. See, if I don't have my shield, what am I going to do to protect myself when those things come? Are you with me? If I don't have that, I'm not, I'm not, it's, it's going to be painful. 
It's going to be painful. You're going to get hit all day long. Just, just taking, taking another beating. And you're going like, why is it that day after day after day, I just feel like I'm taking a beating? I'm taking a beating from my kids. I'm taking a beating at my, for homeschool. I'm taking a beating in the, in the middle of my job. I'm taking a beating everywhere I go. It's time to armor up. Somebody say armor up. It's time to armor up. It's time to bring our shield of faith to work. Oh, oh but we can't talk about Jesus at work. Come on. I went into the HR office plenty of times talking about Jesus at work. And you know what I told HR? I told them, I said, hey, if they, if they ask me how my weekend went, I'm going to tell them. Don't, if you don't want to know how my weekend went, don't ask me. I'm going to tell you what God did on Sunday. I'm going to tell you what, how many people's lives he touched. I'm going to tell you how many people gave their life to the Lord, how somebody got healed from cancer, how different things happened. I'm going to tell you how good my Jesus is, not to shove it in your face, but you asked, how was your weekend? You can tell me about the episodes that you watched. Come on. That's fine that you got caught up in binge watching on Netflix. That's cool. But if you're going to ask me, don't do it. Don't ask how my weekend was. I'm bringing my shield of faith to work. Come on, somebody. I'm bringing my shield of faith to work. My little sister, I don't know if she's watching this morning, but my little sister texted me yesterday, and she said that her job was going to change the hours to where she couldn't go to church. And she told them before she got the job that, that she was going to make sure that she honored God first. She was going to go to church. She, she had a commitment for church. She, she plays the piano and does all those things. Did something blow over? So what happened, Jim? I thought I was just like I had a breakfast burrito or something, you know? Anyway, I got my belt of truth on. It's all good, guys. No SpongeBob today. Come on. But as she was telling me about this, she said, well, I told him I made that commitment. I, I said that before I got hired. But they said, well, you might have to find another job. You know what I told her? I said, if you honor God, he'll honor you. You don't worry about it. You do what God told you to do, and he'll honor you. A better job's coming. Come on, somebody. There's just something about standing in that, in that righteousness, that breastplate of righteousness. If she doesn't have her breastplate of righteousness on, all of a sudden, she's going to compromise. Are you with me? Compromise what God said. I, I want to see a church that doesn't compromise what God said. No compromise. That was one of the words that, 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 that God gave Chelsea and I, is no compromise. No compromise. Thank you guys for going back there to help. No compromise. No compromise. Last five weeks, we've had something like this happen just about every week, whether it was a fire alarm going off or curtains falling off in the back, and I had a TV that went from here all the way over to there. It's pretty much every week. Oh, the enemy doesn't like this stuff. Are you with me? Church, are we going to declare war? We're, we're, are we armored up today? Come on, because we gotta, we got to get it in our heads and in our minds and that rightness in our minds before we go out. Are you with me? That stuff's going to go crazy. But are we going to stay focused? Because our nation is at hand here. Are you with me? Does, not, does anybody see what I'm seeing all over the world today? Chaos going all over the place. Why? Because we lost vision of Jesus. Oh, I, I could have spent all morning talking about Peter walking on the water and keeping his eyes on Jesus. Are you with me? Because when we take our eyes off of Jesus, what do we do? Blah, 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 blah. We start to sink. Come on. It's the same thing that happens. And when we start declaring war on the enemy, and then we get irritated and hurt that, that something's coming at us, come on. But we've got to make sure that we armor up. We armor up and we're ready for the fight. Are you with me? Are we ready for the fight, church? 
I got two people that are ready for the fight. Are we ready for the fight, church? Listen, guys. I, I, wish, I wish I could just preach a message that got you excited all the time. But most of you are feeling what I'm feeling from the last five weeks. Got your butt kicked just like me. Can I tell you, I, I had to go over to our prayer tent right before service. I said, can you guys pray for me? Because I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling anxiety. Come on, you guys. This is, this, is, this is our humanity in a spiritual world. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Oh, was it irritating that our check-in system wasn't working? Was it irritating that I reordered some labels and it was the wrong ones? I don't know how that's possible. I just pushed reorder. Come on. Darn Amazon. You know, in the middle of all those things, it's like everything can go, go wrong. But if you're armored up and you're ready, you know that that's just part of the battle. That's just part of it. Oh, these things are going wrong? We're going to break through today. See, when, when, stuff, when, you, when you have a battle against you, that means there's something to fight for. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because I don't know about you, but this, this country is, is scaring the bejeebies out of me in so many ways. Are you with me? Things, things are going in all kinds of weird directions that is just blowing my mind. But I'll be honest with you, if we can, if we can gird ourselves up and get strong, and know who we are in the Lord. Are you with me? Then we can speak life into people around us. No, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about us versus them. Are you with me? Because our battle isn't against them. Our battle isn't against them. It's against principalities and powers. It's not against people who wear a blue tie or people who wear a red tie. Are you with me? It's against principalities and powers. What's not going to happen on my watch if you're with me? It's we're not going to hate people. Period. I don't care what color your skin is. Are you with me? You are a human being loved by Jesus. I don't care what sexuality you think you are. God created you for greatness. And we're going to speak and preach that into you. Are you with me? Because I believe that God has something for you. And if you're not armored up, no wonder all of this chaos is happening all over the place. Because we forgot. We forgot what it means to bring your, your shield of faith. We're beating each other with our shields of faith. Why is the church beating each other up? Come on. The battle isn't against each other. It's not this church versus that church. Are you with me? It's the church versus the enemy. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Goodness gracious. i got to be careful. Woo. It's getting crazy today. Put on salvation as your helmet. Come on. Put on salvation as your helmet. If you're not in the right frame of mind, if you're not in the right frame of mind, when you go out there, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss the opportunity to show that love can snuff out all evil. Are you with me? Our men's group, uh, I was having a good time for Fight Club men's breakfast this Saturday. Man, if you miss those things, you've got to make it to those things. You've got to make it to Fight Club. You've got to make it to men's breakfast because we have some great talks. Can we not? You guys remember, don't argue with an idiot. Oh, these guys got so excited. They're like, is that really in the Bible? I'm like, yeah, well, it's my version. But, you know, it means it's foolish to argue with somebody who's a fool. You know, but, but to me, you know, Justin's version, it says don't argue with an idiot. Come on. Some of you needed to hear that today. Because you're frustrated because you've been barking up the same tree for so long trying to get something across and they're not getting it. Don't argue with an idiot. Just go, mm-hmm, okay. I, I love my eight-year-old, but he doesn't know everything. Come on. And if I argue with him, who's the real idiot here? 
It's, come on, are you with me? When, you just look at him and you go, okay. Yeah, okay. That's how it works. Uh-huh. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. I love you, buddy. You'll figure it out. Come on, some of you need to just have those moments with people. Oh, man, we can, we can shout in the middle of, a, 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 of traffic. We can shout. At th- okay, you'll figure it out. Turn signals work. Just push the little button. Come on. Are you with me? Stop arguing with idiots. If that's all you learned today, that's going to be a great message. Come on. Armor up and stop arguing with idiots. anybody love God's word put on the salvation as your helmet get that right mindset when you come out know who you are in Christ know that this world is but a vapor that that you're going to have so much more in eternity focus your mind on the things of heaven and not the things of earth are you with me take the sword of the spirit Mm. Mm. take the sword of the spirit is that the sword that you like shove down people's throats come on you got to hear me you guys like, I pray that our church isn't like that, but I've, I meet people all the time that want to shove the Word of God down somebody's throat. They don't need that. They don't need that. You know what they need? They need somebody to wrap their arms around them and tell them, you know what? I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've been through. I love you. You can't love me. I'm a sinner. I'm broken. I'm, this is what Jesus did for me. He, re- he put his arms out just like this and wrapped his arms around the world. Come on, and if we can be the hands and feet of Jesus, this is how we do it. Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on, somebody. The sword of the Spirit. I love that Jesus argued with people and said, you know, you're, you're following the law, but you're missing the spirit of the law. You won't heal somebody on the Sabbath. Come on, because it's the Sabbath. I'm trying to follow the law, but you're missing the spirit of the law. That's why I think it says, take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You see, this, this thing will correct people. You don't need to preach it at people. Just give them one and say, hey, God speaks to me through this. And teach them how to read it. Teach them how to look into it and go, look at it for yourself. James, did you, were you reading it for yourself or did you trust me like I told you not to? You trusted me? I told you not to. Read, read your word for yourself. Read your word for yourself. Get in the word for yourself. All these verses, they're on the Bible app for a reason, so you can go back and look at exactly what I preached, and you can go read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. You want to know why the church is full of oppression? Because people don't read it for themselves. They're waiting. We have an anemic church. Everybody's coming to church, and their skin and bones going like, can you feed me something more, please? The wealth is right here. Get in the word for yourself. God speaks to you just like he speaks to me. The only reason I stand in front of you every week is because I asked God to use me however he decided to use me. And that's what he did. He'll do it for you too. The revelation can come straight from heaven. You don't have to get secondhand revelation. Are you with me? I can't wait to hear what God is speaking to you through his word. Things he's never even shown me. That's what I love about going to men's group. I get to listen to AJ and all the, all the things that God downloaded in AJ. I get to listen to Pastor Keith and all the things that God downloaded in Pastor Keith because I'm going, mm, that was good. I'm going to preach that. You know, come on, are you with me? There's just something about getting the word for yourself. 
Get into the Word for yourself. Hmm. Is this okay message today? Verse 18 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Come on, that's, that's our weapon right there. Our weapon of warfare is prayer. God can do things that you can't do. Are you with me? He can do things that you can't do. You can keep telling the same person the same thing over and over and over again, praying that they're going to get it. Or you can ask God, God speak to them, surround them with people who will speak into their lives and give them, give them ears to hear and eyes to see. That's where your warfare is won. Are you with me? As a Marine, I was taught to be a force in readiness. Are you with me? When, when we carried a weapon, now I don't, some of you are like, you're talking about weapons in church. It's all right. When we carried a weapon, we carried it ready. So if, if, if the enemy poked its head up, you're ready. Are you with me? You're constantly just staying in the ready, staying in the ready. Here we go. We're going to go around the corner. Stay in the ready. See, a lot of us aren't being a force in readiness. Our, our, our tools, our weapons of warfare, our armor is sitting back in the closet somewhere. Are you with me? We go out without it. Like, oh, you know, I don't need it. It's fine. It's no big deal. The enemy has convinced us that we don't need it anymore. And then all of a sudden we're wondering why life is so difficult, why things are so hard, because we forgot to put on the armor of God. Are you with me? We have to stay this force and readiness. Are you with me? If, you're, if your armor's in the closet somewhere, if it's in storage, if you never went and picked it up from your mom's house when you moved out, come on, somebody. After graduation, it's just sitting in the attic somewhere with a box with your name on it. How, how are you going to be ready for the battle when it comes to you? Not if it comes to you. How are you going to be ready for the battle when it's sitting on your doorstep? When it's in traffic with you? When it's at the grocery store? When you get to the doctor's office? If you're not carrying that shield of faith, that fiery dart that says, that, hey, God said this, but this is what the doctor said. Are you with me? Come on. We got to get that thing up off the couch. We got to get it out of the closet. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. I think about my hall closet. That place is ugly, man. My hall closet. If you, if you want to feel better about yourself, just come to my house and say, can I look in your hall closet? Chelsea's going to make sure it's clean by tomorrow, but that's... That thing is awful. I have no idea what's in there. You know what I'm saying? There's probably like canned food from like 30 years ago in that thing. All kinds of crazy stuff in there. But will we be ready? Will we be ready? You know, Paul, as he's teaching this to the church in Ephesus, he understands something. He understands being a force in readiness. He's trying to tell the people, listen, you can break out of every prison you want to. But if you break out without any armor on, you're going down. If you're not ready, if you're not ready to take on the heat, here, listen, freedom is worth fighting for. Are you hearing me today? Freedom is worth fighting for. Oh, I'm talking to somebody who's addicted today to something, whether it's like me, cheeseburgers, or something else. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're addicted to something, freedom is worth fighting for. Come on, if it's your finances and you just can't stop spending, freedom is worth fighting for. If we don't put on our armor, all of a sudden stress hits. And so then we define, oh, that means stressed, I need to go have desserts. 
Come on. Stressed, I need to go shopping. Stressed, I need to go do this thing to, to let off some steam. Can I tell you, if we just go armored up, go armored up and go, all right, that thing broke, this thing happened, cars doing this thing. All right, we're going to have breakthrough. Here comes the breakthrough. You start telling your family. You start explaining it to your kids. Hey, do you see all these things that are going wrong around us? And they go, yeah, I don't understand. And it's because we're about to have breakthrough. It's because God's about to do something. Let's get armored up. Let's get up in our word. Let's get prayer going. Let's start believing what God's about to do because something's about to break through. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. If we realize the fight that we're fighting, we'll start to see the miracles that God wants to do in and through it. Paul understands this concept of force and readiness. In 2 Timothy 4.1, it says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God in Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Verse 2, preach the word of God. Be prepared. Somebody say, be prepared. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Oh, fair-weather Christians. Come on, somebody. It's just not convenient for me right now. Come on, somebody. When is it going to be convenient for you? Because you, your armor is still sitting in your storage unit. It's never going to be convenient for you. Whether, whether the situation is favorable or not. I love this about Paul because he's just real. Are you with me? Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct. Oh, that doesn't sound like a lot of Christians I'm, I'm watching on the news these days. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. Ooh, that's some good stuff. We can chew on that for a few days. Verse 3. For a time is coming when people no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Verse 4, they will reject the truth and chase after myths. Verse 5, but, somebody say but. One of my favorite things to say in church. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Come on, somebody. Like, if you want to digest something, go and digest 2 Timothy for this next week. Let God speak to you through that. He'll show you the day and age in which we're living. He'll show you the, the things that you're going to have to go up against this next week. Because the fight's still coming. It's not slowing down. I know that doesn't tickle anybody's ears today. But that's okay. Because it's the truth. If we're not armored up, we're going to fail in the fight because the fight's coming whether you go to it or it comes to you are you with me i want to break you out of prison but i want to break you out of prison fully armored up because if you're broken out of prison fully armored up guess what you'll do you'll break other people out of prison because now all of a sudden when they can't when they don't know how to pick up their 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 their, their shield of faith you take yours and you go hey this is how this thing works let me show you let me show you how to get through this. Let me show you how these things happen. I love talking to my brothers and sisters who are going through stuff. And I'm like, are you ready for your breakthrough? Because here it comes. Are you ready for your breakthrough? It's time to armor up. If you're not strong enough, then we surround each other and we protect each other. Are you with me? Right? In the Marine Corps, they said, whoever is in that fighting hole with you, you've got to make sure that they're like a brother to you because they're watching your back. 
I'm watching their back. They're watching my back. Are you watching my back, church? Are you watching each other's backs? Or are you just looking for a good place to stab? Come on, somebody. See, you're going to find what you're looking for. You want to you find flaws in the church? Guess what? They're here. Oh, you want to find another church with flaws? It's right down the street. There's one across the parking lot. There's flaws all over the If you want to find some way to prove somebody wrong, you will. But if you want to win this battle, oh, if you want to win this battle, we stop fighting the flesh and blood battle. And we start fighting the battle in the spirit. Are you with me? If I start praying for my enemies, praying for the people that are against me, so that they would see God and know God. We were talking about Paul, and as, as exciting as it is, listening to Paul teach right here, whether it's in Ephesians or 2 Timothy, he's writing to these people, trying to teach them how to fight this battle. And I love listening to that, but you know that Paul was a persecutor of Christians. He was enemy number one. He was killing Christians. See, God knows he can take a warrior and turn them into somebody that he can use. Listen, the person that you're talking to right now that you're going, oh my gosh, they're so passionately negative. They're so passionately wrong. I just want to put them in their place. Can I tell you something? God will use that passionately negative person to be a passionately positive person. Are you with me? Just show them the love of Jesus. Oh, let that love snuff out the fire. You see, that's funny. I was teaching the guys at men's group, we were talking about this. And I said, what's funny is when we, when we see a fire, we try to throw stuff at it, thinking like, oh, we've got to put that out. We've got to throw stuff at it. What happens when you throw stuff at a fire? It gets bigger. It burns hotter. Right? It's amazing when we throw stuff at a fire. You know what the difference is? When you love, you suffocate the fire. You suffocate the fire. See, love endures all things. Come on. Oh, we usually read this stuff in, for, for weddings, right? Not, we're not talking about war and battle. But the battle is won by love. Love covers a multitude of sin. It doesn't mean cover it up and, and condone it and, and say that it's okay. You know, you're a sinner and you should just be a sinner because that's what God made you. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is it covers a multitude of sin. It puts out the fire. It puts out the fire. All of a sudden, if, you, if they want to argue with you and you just tell them you love them, puts out the fire no i'm not going to engage in this fire i'm not going to throw things into this fire i just want you to know that i love you i'm sorry for how you feel how, how what you're experiencing i'm sorry for any contribution that i played into this but i love you no matter what are you with me come on church putting out some fires today here's the third and final point i will put on god's armor in every prison I will put on God's armor in every prison. Why do I say that one? Because we're talking about Paul, and he's teaching these guys how to armor up. He's teaching them how to fight the right fight. He's teaching them how, how to go after this and what to expect. But if you keep reading, this is why I want you guys to read more than what I'm teaching you, because there's so much that I can't get out in 30 minutes. Are you with me? There's so much in here. Verse 19, Ephesians 6, verse 19, says, And pray for me two this is paul he just told them what they needed to be prepared for battle and he says and pray for me too ask god to give me the right words so i can boldly explain god's mysterious plan 
that the good news is for the Jews and Gentiles alike. Verse 20, I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Listen, we're breaking out of prisons. We're teaching people how to break out of prisons. But a lot of us are thinking, I can't teach that until I'm out of it myself. See, God's truth surpasses your ability to be faithful. (laughs) Did you hear me? God's truth passes your ability to be faithful. Listen, this person standing up here is a sinner just like you. I'm jacked up just like you. My thoughts and brain go in the wrong directions just like you. Our, our, our pastoral team, we all put in different prayer requests for each other this week because we want to make sure that we stay real. Because if we can be real with each other, then we can fight the battles that we're pretending aren't there. Are you with me? Come on. Come on, church. Lord Jesus, help us. I want to believe, but help me with my unbelief. Lord Jesus, help me to love. Help me to honor you with every word that comes out of my mouth. Help me to armor up in every prison. Just like Paul was teaching this while he was in prison. He's teaching them how to break out while he's in prison. You know what I think? I think that it takes somebody in prison to teach people how to get out of it. See, the enemy wants to tell you you're not useful because you're in prison. You're in prison to your thoughts. You're in prison to your mindset. You're in prison to all these other things. You're in prison to your eating habits. Come on, somebody. And therefore unusable by God. That's what the enemy tries to tell us. He tells us all these lies. Go back and listen to Layer of Lies. It was all about that. But can I tell you something? God will use you right in the middle of your prison. While you're in the middle of breaking out, you're teaching people around you how to break out. Are you with me? I used to think that I couldn't teach something unless I had it all figured out. It wasn't until recently that I realized I'm never going to have it all figured out. Never going to have it all figured out. Don't wait to start until you have it all figured out. I love Paul on this. Pray for me too. Church, do you pray for our leadership team? I hope you do. I hope that's not just lip service today. Because our leadership team is fighting a battle. We already declared war on the enemy that we're taking the city. And when we declare war on him, guess what? He's bringing war to our doorstep. Our leadership team, our, 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 our pastoral team, all these guys are going through so much right now because we've declared war on the enemy. We're having to convince each other to armor up in the middle of this stuff. Pray for us. Pray for each other. Pray for the person next to you because they need it. And you might be going, yeah, but I need prayer. Pray for them while you're in your prison. And watch yourself be set free. You only reap what you sow. Are you sowing what you want? Just a question. That's a, that's a deep question you could think about all day. Am I sowing what I want? Am I sowing discord? Negativity? Am I whining about everything? Is that what I'm sowing? And then I'm wondering why everything I have to have is something I can whine about? Are you with me? Come on. Just trying to be real today. I promise the next series will be more fun. 
But we want to finish this one strong because I want you to win the battle. I don't want it to be another empty seat because you couldn't handle it, because you weren't ready, because you weren't prepared. I pray that you're prepared. Are you with me? I pray that you're ready for this next battle when it comes. We're not asking for the battle to come. The battle's already coming. It's just whether or not we're ready to fight it. Or are we just, I gotta stay in my prison because it's the safest place I can be. Armor up. Tell your neighbor, armor up. Tell that person next to you on the couch, armor up. Armor up. Gotta be ready for this battle. Armor up. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you don't send us out to be slaughtered. You don't send us out to lose the fight. You've given us every tool, every piece of armor, all pieces of armor necessary to fight the battle and be standing at the end. I pray that we are a people who know how to fight, who know how to get into prayer, who know how to read our word for ourselves, who know how to go and fight the battles that everyone else is afraid of. Well, the enemy won't mess with me if I just stay in my prison. That's a lie. You're not effective if you're in your prison. You got to get yourself out of prison. You got to give your faith and, and put on your put on your armor. Say, Lord, I'm ready. And then when he opens the gate, you step out in faith. You step out in truth. You step out with your salvation, your realization of who you are in Jesus. Lord Jesus, I refuse. I refuse to see a church in this day and age just be a bunch of itching ears. I refuse, Lord. I pray that we can be a church that refuses the same. I know we're not going to attract everybody. I know there's a lot of people just looking for some, somewhere fluffy to sit down and hear, hear a nice message. Lord, we're not looking for that. We're looking to make see real faith. We're, we're here to see the miracles, God. We're here to see you move, Jesus. We're here to have a real relationship with you, God. You are the Lord of our lives. Direct us. Show us what to do next. Show us what fights to fight and which ones to leave alone. Show us how not to argue with an idiot. We don't want to be just a foolish church. Lord, help us to get your bride ready for your return. Hmm. Hmm. Are you ready for breakthrough, church? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Receive it this morning. You see, some of us, we're just waiting for the miracle to happen, but the miracle might be already in your hands. <laughs> I heard somebody teach a few years back about this guy who walks up to Jesus. He says, are you Jesus? And he says, I am. Like the Jesus? Like Jesus who saved the world? Like Jesus who does miracles? Yeah, that's me. He says, hey, can you help me with my blood pressure? You know what Jesus said to him? He didn't go, zap, you've been, you've been healed. 
go along your merry way. You know what he says to him? Stop eating salt. You see, sometimes God already put the miracle right in your hands. You're waiting for him to move a mountain and he put a shovel in your hands. He says, faith the size of a mustard seed will move mountains. It might just be the shovel in your hands that moves the mountain for the next generation. Are you with me? Come on. That financial mountain of debt. Are you ready to move mountains? He says, manage the money in which I gave you. Live by my principles. Don't live beyond your means. Owe no man nothing is what the Bible says. Are you with me? Come on. God may have already given you the miracle, and it's time to start working it. Got to armor up, though. Because while you're building the wall, Nehemiah, while you're building your wall, you might have to be fighting a battle with the other hand. Are you with me, church? This is a free church. This is a free church. I wish I had like a little set of armor I could give each of you. Just as a, something to remember when you wake up in the morning. Are you putting it on that armor? Put it all on. Don't forget something. If you forget any one part, you better know exactly where the enemy's going to hit you. And that one part. Don't forget truth in all of this, or you'll be embarrassed. Here comes SpongeBob. Are you with me? Come on, church. God's going to do a miracle. God's going to do a miracle. Last night, some of you know this, and for some of you, this will be weird, and that's okay. Uh, last night, before I went to bed, I started feeling some pain in my hands. Um, on my left hand, I felt it all the way from the pointer finger all the way around into my palm, just around my thumb like that felt some pain there. Now that could be for just one specific person dealing with something in their hand. But I also felt it in the other hand. But this hand, it was only on the back part right here. Is somebody dealing with issues in their hands? Pain in their hands? I don't feel anything now, so I know it's for someone specific. Is that anybody? Who is that? Is that you, Eugene? You're questioning it, huh? Oh, you got you put your thumb in the air? <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. Which thumb is that? Your right hand? Right hand? So you might be that one. Who's the other one with on this? It was like all the way around your left thumb. Felt that in your hand. Might be somebody online. I've had that happen way too much. I have more fun, Jesus, when you do bring them here in person. I get to see the miracle happen right in front of me. But it's, it's, it's awesome for you who are watching online, and it happens for you too. Ever since we got that camera, all of a sudden people getting healed all over the place, and I can't keep track of it anymore. So, Father God, I just pray over these thumbs, these, these, these hands. Lord Jesus, that we would see your healing touch happen to these hands this morning. God, whatever that is, if it's carpal tunnel or, or whatever it is, some strain in, in the muscles, in the tissues, an old injury flaring up, whatever that is, God, or all of it, Father God, we give it to you right now. And we ask for your healing touch to happen in this place and all around the world where people are watching whether they're watching right here live or they're watching a week from now, wherever it is, wherever you needed to touch them, God, I pray, Lord, that they'd experience your healing touch right here and right now. Lord, you said we should expect when we go out to preach the gospel that healing should happen. So, Father God, we believe you at your word. 
that your word that says by your stripes we are healed. God, we believe you at your word. You said we have not because we ask not. So God, we're asking right now for that healing touch to happen in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My beautiful bride was experiencing some chronic headaches last week. Why she couldn't make it to church. And so I'm wondering if anybody else is dealing with that also. Is anybody dealing with some chronic headaches? Just pain that makes you want to close your eyes and go to bed. Is that anybody? For your mom? We can pray for your mom. Thank you for your boldness. It was the boldness of four men lifting their friend down a, down a roof that their friend got healed. Sometimes it takes some boldness for us going, I want to believe for my loved one to be healed. Lord God, I just pray over those chronic headaches right now. Lord Jesus, that you'd set her free, you'd set him free, you'd set them free. God, that they can rest fully, that they're not up all night in pain, waking up in the middle of the night because of pain. Lord Jesus, we ask that you'd touch them right now. Touch them right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Does God ever call you out? You ever feel like when God calls you out? I feel like God just called me out. Since I was a boy, I've had what I, I think or thought was a potassium deficiency. My muscles sometimes will cramp up like a big knot and get stuck like that, and I have to hold it as straight as I can, especially my hamstrings. I have to hold it as straight as I can until that thing loosens up. And I felt like God said, well, you, you told everybody that to, to sow what they want to reap. And I felt like he was talking about that for me. Now I have sleep apnea and other things too. But So I'm just going to pray for those things right now. Does, any, does anybody have like muscle cramps like crazy? Yeah? Yeah? Oh my goodness, a whole bunch. No wonder he said that. Jeez, back there too. Okay. Is that you, Sal? Are you back there? I thought you were at home, dude. That's awesome. Here I'm sitting here talking to you because I love you so much, and you're right here. I can talk to you in person. That's awesome. Father God, I just pray over those muscle cramps right now. Lord, that you would ease, ease those muscle cramps. God, that no longer would that be something they have to carry everywhere they go. God, I pray that everybody would stay completely hydrated. Lord Jesus, as we talked about last week, God, to, be, to, to have that, that living water. Lord Jesus, we pray that we would, see, we would see more hydration from the inside, Lord God. Spiritually, that we would stop cramping up. Cramping up to where we're un- ineffective, immobile. Lord God, I just pray a, a healing touch over these cramps right now. Lord, let that cramping go away. In Jesus' name, no more knots. That's not for you. Come on. Just take those things off of people right now. We thank you, Lord God. No more cramps. In the name of Jesus, to experience your healing touch. God, I I, I pray that those that experienced that, I pray, Lord, that that a month would go by and they didn't even notice that they were gone and just got used to not having them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing touch right now on people. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. 
breakthrough is coming. Here it comes. 